Amen. And so, and so I'm, I'm just like crazy excited about what God's doing here in our church. Good to see all of you here on, on our refresh service. It's still going to be Wednesday refresh. We're, we're, we're transitioning. Um, as many of you already know, we're transitioning uh, to inject more prayer into this session because, um, folks, we need to pray together. You know what I'm saying? And we need to find a, a space of time that we can do that. And we feel like because the youth ministry is still going to be doing their thing and the children's ministry is still going to be doing their thing, it gives us a great opportunity to, um, to just in, interject some elements of prayer together. And, and here's the thing is I've been struggling. I've been struggling with calling it a prayer service because, you know, the word prayer, that, that like scares a lot of people. Like pray. You want me to pray? <laughs> Uh, you know, I always default to Uncle George on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't even pray over meals. My prayers come out like, uh, like, hello, baby Jesus. You know what I'm saying? They, do, they don't come out. <laughs> don't even go there. Don't go there. Do not go there. You know, and, and so, and so you, when, you, when you say we're going to have a prayer meeting, there's a lot of people, man, that say, like, I ain't going to no prayer meeting. Shoot, No. I ain't no, I ain't no prayer person. Well, I mean, the great thing about our Wednesday night, um, the injection of prayer on in our Wednesday night, we're not taking away the time of the word. We're not taking away an ample time uh, in worship in both sessions. The great thing about it is that the times that we do pray, there's going to be some guides. There's going to be some things to, to guide you. Probably one of the most exciting things for me is at the end there will be a there will be a time where there will be a corporate led prayer session at the end of every Wednesday. Um, evening service that we're and we're going to pray for specific things. We're going to give you prayer guides. We're going to pray for specific things, and those things are going to be led by by a prayer. If it's going to be me or or one of the pastors or or, or one of one of the great helpers that fill a burn toward this, it's going to be somebody that that's going to you know pray and help us and guide us through that. So it's not going to be like throwing you in the room and locking the door and saying good luck. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people they say, man, I I don't know how to I don't know how to you know. I mean, they think to themselves a one-hour prayer will is like the scariest thing ever. You know, as I say, can you, can you, do people really do that? And you know what? If you are a seasoned in prayer, if you are, and that's really a part of your devotional life, and maybe, I mean, it used to be a part of church life. Okay. You know, that's what I was talking about with that call to prayer. I mean, the, the Bible doesn't stop mentioning it. It's not like... The Bible had ink that in the 1960s and 70s when lives got dizzier that the ink just lifted off of the page and all of these references about prayer just disappeared. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And we're the ones that changed. God didn't change. Um, and, so, and so because of that, you know, that, that word in, in a lot of Christian lives is just kind of a scary word. You know, like, I mean, you know, prayer meeting. I don't know what to do with prayer meeting. We're going to help you with all that. And there is going to be a, a segment of time every Wednesday night that we're going to put the prayer cards that come in from the Connect cards that we're going to be giving out. You're going to get used to doing that, and everybody's going to be real happy about it because it's part of our accountability for everyone to register themselves. And so, you know, I was at church, but it gives us a good opportunity for people to check a box and say, I also got saved today, and a good opportunity for guests to fill out and say, man, I'm glad I came to your church today, and I'd like more information. All right, But at the bottom of that, at the least, they fill out, hopefully, that if you have a prayer request in your life, that you could fill that out. And you'll know that on Wednesday we're going to be praying about that. 
We're going to be praying about it. We're going we're gonna to put them cards out on this platform, and there's going to be a segment of time that we're just going to pray in private prayer. And we're going to lead you in that, and then we're going we're gonna to let you go. But it ain't no one-hour prayer, Will, because the whole thing lasts 55 minutes, so go, go figure. All right? And so you don't have to be afraid of that, but there will be a time where you can come up here and just grab one or two of those cards and, and just personally take five minutes and pray over those needs. And we're also going to be giving prayer cards to our children's ministry. I've already said this, but I want you to just, I want it to be in your brain oh, that we're going to be giving cards to our children's ministry. Um, you know, I mean, we'll, we will probably find a way to give cards out even in the youth ministry that on Wednesday nights we can pray over those cards. Does that sound like a good idea? I mean, to me it sounds like a good idea. So, you know, we're going to pray for a lot of dogs and we're probably going to pray for stuffed animals. And we're probably going to pray for baby dolls and those things, you know. When Baylor, I don't remember if Boston went. Did Boston have imaginary friends or he just had his brother? I, I think it, huh? I, I, no, Baylor wouldn't let Boston, like, do anything. because I mean, like, when Baylor, Baylor was, like, four and a half when Boston was born. And, and so... Um, Anything remotely ch- childish, Baylor would just shun his brother on it, like shame him, like, I can't believe you'd want to watch Barney. Baylor was like, Baylor was like this Barney fanatic. You know what I'm saying? We even, Baylor loved Barney so much, we even bought him the, the, the Barney that goes along with the videos, okay? They, literally, they made this. I don't know if any of you had one of these. We, like, bought, like, one of the five that came to Tulsa. Um, it was a Barney. It was a Barney stuffed animal, okay, that interacted with the DVDs. So you put a DVD in there, and this Barney would come to life and, and would sing along with whatever was on the screen. And, we, and, you, and then Boss would come along, and Baylor shamed him on Barney. I can't believe you'd ever watch Barney. Barney's for kids. And it was across the board like that. It was terrible. Boston was completely robbed of his childhood because of, of his older brother. But, um, and so he's living it out now. Anyway, um, so, but, but Baylor had these imaginary friends. And my goodness, we would set, we're just nuts. That's just, let's just, we would set plates for them. You know what I'm saying? And back in those days, we went to a lot of ORU basketball games because the team was really good anyway. I mean, that's terrible, but I'm a student there. But, you know, they were very entertaining back in those days. And, uh, and, uh, and in contention, and, and, and so and Baylor would constantly hear that, uh, and so-and-so, so-and-so has a double-double tonight. So Baylor even had an imaginary friend named Double-Double. I guess he thought Double-Double was on the bench. I don't know. So we had... We had double-double. We had Mike. Mike was the guy that always got in trouble, right? Mike was... So if anything got broken in our house, if Baylor broke a toy, Mike did it. But then we would have to strap Mike into the car, and we'd have... You know what I'm talking about. We would set dinner plates for Mike. And Mike didn't have a big appetite, so we just, like, gave him one green bean, and anyway. We prayed for imaginary friends is what I'm trying to tell you. God bless double-double. He hurt his foot today. Anyway, bedtime prayers are interesting. We're going to pray first. That's it, huh? Jason Hanley. We don't, yes, that's right. We don't know how that happened. But we're, we're going to pray first. I mean, that's really the whole initiative. And, and you're going to, 
you're going to get prayer guides that not only help you, that will not only help you here in, the, in, in our corporate procession, but it will help you to develop different ways of praying and stuff, even at home, and even keeping a journal. There's a prayer journal at the end of this prayer guide that is, um, that's just amazing. You kind of track some stuff. There, there's even a section in the journal that you can actually track, I prayed for this, and this is the day God answered it. <laughs> yeah. You can go back and reflect on the goodness of the Lord in your life, in the life of others. And so, and so I'm really excited about this initiative. I believe that it's going to completely fuel what we do on the weekends because that's the, that's the focus. It's about us coming together and touching heaven that everything we do, especially what we do on the weekends, is covered by the anointing and the presence of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's a, you listen, that's a big responsibility. Just what, and, and we're growing, okay? So as a growing church, I believe that the responsibility is even higher. I, I read an article this week that they have amended numbers. The average size church in North America is below 60 people. And they are now saying that a mega church in North America, if you look at the averages and the percentages, is 500. I mean, it used to be a mega church was 2,000 or more. But, they, but now they've amended that number. And, and then I look at us having 300 people on campus. I mean, we're way above av- of average, and we're really not that far from being what would be considered a mega church in, our, in the society of our nation right now. But with that comes a very heavy responsibility. People come here expecting something. Okay. But what we want people to expect is that when they come here, that, that God's going to touch their life. That something, that something miraculous is going to take place. And I, I carry that responsibility. And I, you know, it's not, a, it's not a terrible, heavy responsibility. I mean, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that our, that our church is more than quadruple the national average and that our church is growing and that and that you know new people are joining the team and um that's really amazing and something for us as a church to be excited about but at the same time if we don't cover that thing in prayer then it just becomes something we don't want it to be and that's a a a gathering of entertained people I mean, I would pray that when people drive on this pro- property, that, that something would loosen in their heart, that we would be able to pray that mountains would move. And, and so we've talked about the call to prayer, that the Word of God didn't quit calling us to pray. God hasn't stopped calling us to pray. Um, we, we've talked about the why. Last week we dealt with that why thing. This is so important. I want to talk real quick tonight about the how. And... Um, I think this is really, really important, okay? So, because you're thinking that I'm going to talk about prayer models or prayer forms, the how to pray. Okay, teach me how you do it, preacher! My intention tonight is not to delve into prayer models. We're going to give you a prayer guide that has some prayer models, and I'm going to talk about one particular prayer model that's not in the prayer guide, but it's a, it's a pretty good model. I know in the prayer guide there's, there's going to be a... a uh, a prayer map, what I kind of call a prayer map through the Lord's Prayer. That how do, you, how do you take the Lord's Prayer, not to repeat it verbatim as Jesus intended. The disciples asked the Lord, teach us to pray, and he gave them this, what we call the Lord's Prayer. And a lot of people think, well, I'm just supposed to be, and it's okay to repeat it. But, but it's, it's more likely that Jesus was giving them a template 
you know, because the Lord's Prayer can be prayed in just a matter of 40 seconds. And Jesus called them to longer prayer than that. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these people went day and night to prayer. I mean, that's example in the Word of God. Jesus told them to always pray. Well, the Lord's Prayer isn't long enough just in its shell. It's not long enough. I mean, if you, you know, if you repeat the Lord's Prayer over and over again, then you almost run the risk of falling into what Jesus said, that don't pray in vain repetition, you know? So he's given them a template because, you know, people got to realize that, oh, God. Uh, some of you have prayed with that person. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I mean, I have this mental image of God going, what, 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 what? How many of you with me on that? Like, like, say something other than that. He hears you. Start talking. You know what I'm saying? But don't, don't, you know, Jesus, look, here's a template so you don't have vain repetition. You know, just a bunch of words just repeated over and over and over again that really have no significance. So prayer models or prayer maps. Um, Lord's Prayer is a great one. People have mapped the Lord's Prayer for you. to. You can actually take the Lord's Prayer and can actually... Um, Divided up into sections, they came 15 minutes of prayer or 30 minutes of prayer, even an hour of prayer, just on the Lord's Prayer, just using it as a, as a map. Uh, the, the temple, the, there's a temple prayer in the prayer guide. The, the, stages, the stages in the Old Testament temple, that you can use that as a map and kind of, on a spiritual sense, go to each station and, and you can actually uh, pray the, in a temple format. Um, and it's the way some people have used it. You know, Dick Eastman um, developed the, the one-hour prayer will, and he kind of developed that off of some of that, that you take five minutes and pray for this, five minutes and pray for that, five minutes and pray for this, five minutes and pray for this, five minutes and pray for this, and pretty soon you've prayed an hour. And you don't feel like you've prayed an hour because you've done it in these, how many of you know you eat the elephant one bite at a time, right? And so it gives you, it gives you the bites. So... I'm not going to talk about prayer models, except for one. Look with me at First Chronicles 4.10. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And, and the Bible says God answered that prayer, that God granted that. And see, there was a book several years ago, The Prayer of Jabez, and they were using the King James translation, I believe, of that verse, that you would bless me indeed. And, um, and enlarge my territory. When, when you look at that, if you were to, just an instance, if you were to take the prayer of Jabez and break it down into a road map or a model, you would pray first for the blessing of God to rest upon you, or if we were praying in corporate prayer, then we would pray together for the blessing of God to rest upon the church, that you would bless us indeed. That let everything we do just be blessed. Let the singers be blessed with the ability to remember things. Let the musicians be blessed with the ability to not only play, but to remember that uh, you might ought to, while you're playing the piano, remember that the song thing in that computer is going to switch to a new song. You know, because, I mean, 
That, you know, we don't want that. We don't want things like that to happen. And I know they're going to happen, but we can pray for it not to happen. As a blessing, bless our children's ministry. I mean, how long? Just on that part of the prayer, Jabez. If you're praying for the church, how? How? I mean, you could probably pray a little while if you just go down through the ministries. Pray for the pastors and name the pastors. Pray for the ministries, name the ministries. Pray for the people that you know work in those ministries and name those people. Lord, bless our associate here in our sister. Pray, bless our town people. Bless our light people. Bless our greeters, God. Oh, God, let our greeters greet like the greeters of the world. Let them be the greatest greeters ever. See what I'm saying? You're using this as a roadmap. Does that make sense? You can pray forever just on that one thing, that God would bless us as a corporate body, and you can just go down through that. And then, and then for the territory to be enlarged, that's the sphere of influence, that God just, you know, if you're praying for yourself, God, give me, give me Christ-like influence in every area of my life. Just enlarge my influence for the kingdom of God in my workplace. Just enlarge my influence for the kingdom of God at Walmart. Let me be that person that... that Praise someone for salvation on the parking lot. See what I'm saying? Enlarge. See, are you following with me? Or you can pray that for the church. Lord, just bless the territory. Just, Lord, we, we're doing 27 zip codes. Give us 50. Just enlarge the church's territory. We're in, we're in four schools. Give us 15 schools. They rolled in here tonight. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. They rolled in here. They had an emergency down in Beggs. Let me tell you, we had to send another van down there. So many kids waiting to get on. I said, we, we, we can't put that many on. The highway patrol will certainly notice that there's too many. And then they all come piling off the thing. I was out there letting the dog be a dog. And, and um, Pastor Trent was out there. We were, talking, we were talking business. And I said, we got to take this business meeting out there because we got to let the dog be the dog, and all these kids start piling off the van. I said, how many kids are on that van? Doesn't anybody but me worry about this? Because I'm thinking insurance. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then for the hand of, of the Lord to rest upon us. Anoint us, oh God! Whatever you do, don't let me do this alone. So, you're, so how long can you pray that? You just pray using the prayer of Jabez and four, four things, using this as a, as a map on how to pray, using it as a prayer map, our prayer model. Here's four things. How long can you pray about, let the provision of God rest in my life. Let the provision of God rest in my church. Let the, let the power of God rest in my life. Let the power of God rest in my church. Is anybody with me tonight? I got 12 minutes to hurry. Oh, my goodness. And then finally, and finally, then for, to, for us to be kept from harm that no wicked schemes or personal agendas would rise up against us as individuals or us as a church. You know what I'm saying? That let, let people who even want to speak evil against us, when they open their mouth, uh, you know. Who was, that? who was that? Balaam that got hired to speak curses against Israel. When he opened his mouth, he couldn't say nothing but good stuff. Well, we could use a little bit of that. Wouldn't that be a hilarious the next gossip session? Well, have you heard about triumph? No, what about it? God's blessing them at the wazoo. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Somebody want to speak evil against us, but we've prayed against that. You know what I'm saying? We could you you can every one of us can use that in your life. If somebody knitting on you at work with your rink and rink and rink, you know, running their mouth. 
Pray the prayer of Jabez over them. Say, God, let no harm come. And they, next time they have their little coffee pot meeting, all of a sudden they're going, you heard about her? You, what now? She's actually doing her job really well. Anybody in the house? You could pray on that stuff forever. You know. Say, God, let no harm come to us on the parking lot. Let no harm come to us in the foyer. Let no harm come to us in the, in the chairs. Let no harm come to us. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Okay, so y'all see how that works? So prayer, prayer God's worth that. I'm not here. I got 10 minutes to talk about what I really came to talk about. Because, I mean, there are models that, that can help you through prayer. If, and I use these models personally. Um, and they, they do help. And there are forms to prayer. But, but let me say this. But there is not a set uniform to prayer. I mean, you look in the Word of God, and there was people that were kneeling, and there were people that were sitting, and there were people that were laying down, and there were people that were walking. You say, well, man, I, I think I could pray better if they didn't make me kneel. I'm going to just, here it comes. My knees don't like to kneel. And, I mean, they didn't like to kneel before I was 50. I mean, I'm still before 50, but not too far away from it. But you know what I'm saying? I just, I, you know, I mean, I'm, we, we'd go to these conferences and say, hey, everybody hit your knees. And I'd be 25 years old going, oh, for Jiminy Christmas sake. If you're going to make everybody get down on their knees and stay there for a while, you should have knee cushions. We should go Catholic. Just, hey, come on. We should go Catholic and just pull the knee cushion down out of the pew. Serious. You know, because, I mean, in those, in, in not just the Catholic churches, a lot of churches have lit- liturgies that you go on your knees, you stand back up, you get on your knees, you stand back up. At least they had the sense to put knee pads for people. I can tell none of you have ever been to one of those services. Okay, you have, you have. You just, I'm not making fun of it. I'm saying if you're going to make me get on the knees, give me a knee pad. It helps. That's just me. But some of you think, man... I just feel close to God when I'm on my knees. Okay, get on your knees. Nobody's saying you can't. Nobody's saying it's wrong. Kneel before the Lord. I kneel sometimes, but not, not often. Matter of fact, most of the time when I'm praying over sermons and praying over this church and praying over things, I, I, I'm usually walking. That's just how, that's how, I, that's just how I do it. How I've, I've done it for years that way. You know? Now, I have to walk somewhere other than my office. I can't walk around a service in my office because I get ADD in my office and start looking at books that I've already read. It's the truth. It's the truth. I'll be in there praying going, Oh, God, we thank you today for I'll be looking at, the, looking at the bookshelf like I've already read those books. I'll be looking, I'm like, oh, what a, I don't remember reading that one. So I come in here a lot of times. I'll be, and I, and I, I pray with the lights off. That's not totally dark. I'll, I'll leave that one row, one row right there on. So it's because I've been known to pray when it's completely dark and trip and fall on my face in this auditorium. And that's not fun. That's not helpful. Then I have to repent for what's being said as I'm going down. So it's just, 
not helpful at all. <laughs> Come on, you're human too. I ain't got time to tell another story. I got seven minutes. So listen, second, uh, my, my preference of walking may not be your preference. You know, you might like to sit. Sit, put, sitting's pretty comfortable, you know? And so, and so what I'm saying is, is there are forms to prayer, and, and not even just in that sense, not just in where you're putting your body while you're praying. You know, you can, you can talk in prayer, you can sing in prayer, you can think in prayer, you can meditate in prayer, you can even read a prayer in prayer. There have been many times I've read Scripture in prayer, still praying. I mean, there's just an array of things. So it's not like when he, we don't have to learn Latin. It is, it is literally, you find what's come for you. Now, when we switch to injecting that, that section, that 20-minute section of personal prayer, you can do whatever you want during that as long as you're praying. I mean, okay, we're not like, going to put you in jail, okay, if you're not. There's no, there's not going to be like the prayer police running around going, oh, you're not praying. That's ridiculous. But, you know, I, I noticed when we were at Church of Highlands, when they went into that, when they went in that personal section, they even said that we encourage people that, you know, if you, if you connect better in prayer by, by being in nature, go outside. Just remember that we're gathering back in here to finish it up with corporate prayer. And they say, you know what? Uh, you know, we, we pray in the foyer. There's people that go outside. Most of the people stay in the room. Many of the people pace back and forth because the prayer cards are on the platform. They pace back and forth. And they'll grab a prayer card and pray for that one and put it back down and grab another one and pray for that one. But, but you're, you're free. You're free to pray how you pray. And to do, does this make sense? Or is this like, I'm trying to help you. Okay, And then we come back together for that. We end it all up with this time of corporate prayer and celebration. And, um, and the band comes back. So my preference is walking. That may not be your preference. Uh, you, you do your deal. We just, we just are going to see if we can pray. <laughs> all right? Now look real quick. I got five minutes. Second Chronicles to preach what I really came to preach. Uh, we got Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I'm going to go real fast. The how to pray. Let's talk. Let's talk about the how to pray real quick. And, and here, it, here it goes. Number one, prayer includes humility. Okay. So if you want to know how to pray, the first thing you got to do is humble yourself before God. Now, that don't mean you go and wilt up like some, you're, you're God's child, okay? But what it does mean, the context of that is understanding your dependence on God. You're not here to tell God what to do. You're here to say, God, this is, what, this is our needs. And so you humble yourself by saying, you know what? I, I have complete and total reliance upon God. God, I am coming before you because you are God and I am not. And this might be the only time today that I've actually had that thought because the rest of this day I've acted like God. The rest of this day I've had everything in my hands and I've been in control. But in this moment of prayer, 
I am going to humble myself and say, you are in control. Is that good? Okay. So how to pray. You First, you're going to pray humbly. You have to humble yourselves. Um, you have to remember Luke 18, 27. What is impossible with man is possible with God. Okay. So humility says, I can't do this, but God can. Are you, are you good with that? Some of, you, some of you need to hear that because sometimes, I know my prayer sometimes can come out saying more about me than it is about the sovereignty of God. All right? So you've got to humble yourself. Then prayer also includes seeking God's face. Prayer is a faith place where we see God and He sees us. So the big deal about that is focus. That's why, that's why we, we're choosing certain things to do at certain times to help people focus that in this moment I'm going to take that prayer card even if that prayer card is like the one we got at the church highlands from a child that said pray for Jesus and pray for my dog Buzz Lightyear we're going to we're going to go ahead and focus and pray about that because whatever that child meant by that I mean we can probably much figure out the dog you know but whatever the child meant you just seek the face of God with that say God this child is crying out for Jesus. Maybe, maybe you just need to invade that home. You see what I'm saying? Hey, just God be God over that circumstance. And so, so you're seeking the face of God. This is how to pray. You're seeking the face of God. You're praying humbly. You're recognizing that God's the big kahuna. And then you are seeking God's face. So it's an exercise of communication toward God. And then finally, prayer includes repentance. Repentance is a turnaround. Now, some of us, we come from this background that repentance looks kind of like this. Repentance <laughs> don't look nothing like that. I've seen plenty of people do that, and they didn't turn around nothing. Okay? Repentance is a matter of the heart that says, I'm going to turn my back on doing it my way, and I, in this prayer, I'm going to trust in God's way. It also means to forsake actions and attitudes that are against God's nature. And the best, there's a couple of things here. I got Psalm 139, 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I pray that in my prayer almost every time I pray. I will take a moment to say, search my heart. Try my thoughts. See if there's anything going on in me that is offensive to you. And help me. Because I want to turn. Okay? Another way is I ask for the fruit of the Spirit to bear record in my life. You don't even have to name them. I think the Spirit knows what the Spirit is. You know, and so... I mean, if you, if you want to name them, it's Galatians chapter 5, find them. All right? But I, there, there's one particular fruit that I do name probably every time. I probably, I pray for the fruit of self-control. Because that's the one that we most, most of us need the most of. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the fruit begins with love and ends with self-control. I think if we can get, if we can get the bookends, the rest of the stuff comes together. Anybody, anybody agree with me on that? If I can love the way he wants me to love and have the love of God resonate in my life, and if I can bear self-control in all those areas I need to be controlled in, then 
I got a pretty good chance of having peace and faith and forbearance and well praise God for all of you King James Bible thumpers that's the fruit of temperance is self control <laughs> stand with me temperance is the last one self control here's the deal you can talk about models of prayer you can talk about forms of prayer we did that tonight but what we really need to do is know how to pray and God gave us the how in Second Chronicles if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then well I hear from heaven Trent took his guitar away so I failed to tell him that I wanted music at the end Dave Holfer is going to bring the buckets I'm going to pray over us I'm going to give you an opportunity to give tonight and then what I want us to do is practice celebration I know I'm over by one minute I'm doing pretty good I want us to end this with this time of celebration, and I think a part of that celebration is as we are dismissed after we give, Trent's going to play us out, and you should just go to somebody right now and shake their hand and tell them, I'm glad I get to pray with you. And if they have a need, go ahead and pray. Or if they want to give you a praise report, go ahead and get a praise report. All right? So if you have an offering, let me pray. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you this time that we have together. I thank you for the act of giving in our lives. And I pray a very special blessing over this offering as we return back to you that which you have given to us, that the kingdom of God will be furthered through our church. I thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for everything you're doing. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen to that. All right, if you want to sow, the offering bus up here. After you do that, go to somebody, shake their hand and tell them you are thrilled have the opportunity to be in the house of the Lord with them tonight. God bless you. I love you. Let's pray first.